Well, very blessed beginning of the Advent season to all of you. I know that for many of us, we probably don't think of liturgical seasons all that often throughout our week or throughout our day. Um, maybe this morning you came, you saw the purple going on, the candle thing going on, and you're like, oh yeah, that's right, it's Advent. Sometimes even priests walk in the sacristy on the first Sunday of Advent go, that's right, it's Advent. And so welcome to the season of Advent. It's interesting that here in the United States, this wouldn't be held elsewhere, but here in the United States anywhere, anyway, about 90% of the time, the first Sunday of Advent falls on Thanksgiving weekend, right? Other countries have Thanksgivings uh, at different times, Canada in October, so on and so forth. But for us, United States, the way it falls is that 90% of the time, Thanksgiving on Thursday, three, four days later, the beginning of the Advent season. Now, I wanna draw that connection because for me anyway, the season of Advent always comes at a really, really good and needed time. And here's what I mean. These last three days, many of us were full, right? No more food. I'm fine. We've been watching a lot of football, a lot of TV probably, maybe a lot of sitting around. Not that there's anything wrong with those things, right? So what do we do after we've eaten, after we've watched football and TV and beginning of Christmas movies, what do we do? The great American exercise. We go shopping, right? So the last three days have been filled with food, football, and shopping. But now the church says, hey, it's a new year, it's a new season, it's Advent. It's a wonderful opportunity to step back and say, okay, I'm full, I spent time with family, it's been great, but I think there's still this lingering question underneath all of that. Namely, is this it? Like, really? There's got to be more. And the season of Advent says, actually, no. The season of Advent screams, yes, there is more. There is more than Thanksgiving. There is more than these last three days. The more is the one we're preparing for, namely Jesus. So I think what's important for us to do on a day like this, on a weekend like this, is to be able to step back and breathe a little bit, and to breathe in and prepare for something remarkable. Now, Advent has a lot of different themes you could run with, the theme of hope, the theme of preparation, but I think our scripture readings this morning make it really clear on one very important theme of Advent, namely, staying awake. Jesus said repeatedly throughout his preaching, stay awake, be ready, be alert, be vigilant, right? Where do you think St. Paul, for example, took his cue from the letter to the Romans today when he said, it is now the hour for you to wake from sleep. Where did Paul get that? Jesus. Jesus was always telling his disciples to be ready, to be awake. Now, I think a lot of times when we think about sleep, we think about in its good sense, right? And that's a good thing, right? The human body needs sleep. Six, seven, eight hours, whatever doctors say these days, is how much sleep you need. But when we think about sleep in a spiritual sense, there's something else going on. And I think the best analogy that I've come up with this morning, at least, is two of them. The feeling when you're on an airplane and you doze off while you're waiting to de-ice or whatever, and you sleep all the way through takeoff, and you're 30,000 feet above, and the flight attendant comes by, 
with cheap pretzels and peanuts and whatever else. And a few minutes later, you look back and she's past you or he's past you or whatever's past you. And all of a sudden, you say, what happened? Like, did I miss the peanuts and the pretzels? Like, what happened? And the person sitting next to you said, you were asleep. You missed it. Or, for example, I've been blessed with good health throughout my life. And the only thing I've ever had is wisdom teeth taken out when I was in college. I went under general anesthesia. They didn't just numb it, but I was all the way out. If you've had the experience, you're out. You're there, then you're out. And then you're like, okay, it's done. And you say, what just happened? And they say, well, you missed it. And you say, well, that's good. Now, those two silly analogies describe what happens when we sleep. What happens when we're asleep? We miss things around us. We miss the flight attendant. We miss the surgery. Sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. In the spiritual life, being asleep is bad because we miss things. We miss what God's trying to do. We miss the grace he's offering. We miss the new life he's inviting us into. We miss everything because we're asleep. And so Jesus says to his disciples, be awake, be alert. Why? So we don't miss him. That's what these days are about. Now, on a practical level, at the beginning of this Advent season, two quick thoughts. Number one, the word vigil, vigilant, is synonymous with being awake. If you go to a funeral vigil, what time of day does it take place? At night. So what is a vigil? What does it mean to be vigilant? It simply means to pray at night. It means to pray when it's dark. Now, we can take that as a sign, as maybe something we could do during these days before Christmas in our own prayer life, is try praying when it's dark. Now, in the month of December in North Dakota, that's not very hard, is it? But think of it for a second. Getting up a few minutes early, when it's still still and dark and quiet in the house, and pray then. That's being vigilant, praying when it's dark. Or maybe at night, when the kids go to bed and you finally have a few moments. Pray when it's dark. Advent is a time of praying in the darkness on that physical level that I just described. That's the first thing. And then secondly, the second way we could be awake is to make sure we're planning ahead and during the season of Advent, planning for making a good confession, right? There's 28 days till Christmas, whatever it is, to not let that catch us off guard, but during this Advent season, especially if it's been a while, to plan ahead and make a good confession. Don't worry, the priests will help you if it's been a while. So during this season of vigilance, of awakeness, of alertness, may we pray in the dark. And may we make a good confession. And may we never be catch off guard by the wonderful things God wants to do in you and in me.